0: To the Chris and Sam podcast, pull up a bar stream and join us for a random conversation guaranteed to make you think or your money back. Tell me when you're ready. Oh, there we go. Are you ready to go? <laughs> I remember what it was I was going to talk about. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> Hello,
1: welcome to episode 281 of the Chris and Sam podcast. I'm Chris. And I'm Sam. Your weekly roundup of randomness, technology and life. Here we go. Hey, first off, Chris, I have to say, big shout out to our brand new patron. Oh, yes. Jamie Oxley. Oh, well done, Jamie. Well done, Jamie. Uh, I Much think, appreciated. Much appreciated. Good man there. Uh, Kiwi in Australia, driving trucks. Loves listening to podcasts.
0: Whoops. Um, Whoops. You couldn't have done that worse if you tried. <laughs> that was the air horn. That was the no, burp, burp. no, no,
1: no, no. no. <laughs>
0: this is Chris on
1: a Friday after a week of work, having trouble putting his beer from his mouth to the table without
0: smashing Mashing my cup. <laughs> uh, yeah, anyway, uh, yeah, no, well done. And we did get, I got to meet, I shouldn't say we, I got to meet Jamie when I was uh, over in, in uh, Australia, Chris. Australia. Australia. I was like, where was I, Noosa, a Noosa. Couple, couple of years ago now. So uh, if you want
1: to support us, check out the website, there's a Patreon button. I do want to say though, if there's anybody that you do listen to or follow on Instagram or anything like that, see if there's something that you can do to help them out or maybe just spread the word, get more people to look at their stuff listen to their podcast or something like that. They or really do that do...
0: for us. Or do that for us. Or
1: do, <laughs> or do that for us. Uh, I think it's just a really nice thing, and people do appreciate it, and um, it's good just to share the things that you like with
0: other people. Yes, definitely. Speaking yeah. of things you like, yeah. I I, um, I got home. I'm a bit brain dead. Sam had to go out. He right, when we get back, we'll do this podcast. I'm like, yeah, I'll I'll do some research. I was flicking through um, AliExpress because he got me started on it. And then uh, I did nothing (laughs) except flick through AliExpress. But I did find this. You can buy a 1,000 pieces. Yeah, 1,000 pieces. Zimbabwe $100 trillion gold banknote watermark and 100 certificates. What?
1: Oh, okay, cool cool, cold.
0: Cool. Yeah, of... that's pretty good, eh? Um, it's just stacks of, of of wrapped cash, effectively. Which is the
1: Zimbabwean whatever?
0: Which is a, a Zimbabwean one hundred trillion dollar note? Yeah, that's good. Uh, doesn't somebody give them away as a joke? Well, you can give these away as a joke. How, How much? much would you pay for the? Oh, and and the certificate? You get certificates with them? Uh, okay. Yeah, I know these photos. Um, I'm showing photos.
1: I don't know. Twenty bucks.
0: One thousand two hundred twenty-eight dollars and eighty-four New Zealand cents will do it for you. How many do you get, though? A hundred, a thousand, one hundred trillion-dollar notes.
1: A thousand of them. Yeah, uh, it's a lot of money. I'm going to have to pass on that. <laughs> if it was, how, why would you? How much was it? 1, was, thousand,
0: a thousand. See if it, was, if it was. If it was
1: five hundred, I might be looking at it. <laughs>
0: Oh, I'm just like, what? Who would buy that? What else did I Oh hang on.
1: Is there is there is there reviews on that? Did they have they sold some? Has someone
0: brought some? Oh, oh let's have a look.
1: Have it's like the black look. market for Zimbabwe of buying it from AliExpress and then reusing it somewhere else. No?
0: Uh Oh, I might have asked too much for a Chris to look at that again. Three hundred and because I added it to my wish list. Yeah, that sounds um, that tracks tricks um all the podcasters that well, talk look, about yeah, it occasionally it's if you put the light on it's got the blue light on it and everything
1: well they say that
0: they say that on the photo it looks looks legit, legit yeah. Yes. yeah they
1: found they got one that's legit
0: uh, other pe- Oh, you can get 2,000 r- rubles for $3.87. $3.87. $3 <laughs> that sounds more yeah. like it. Uh, no, I don't think there's any reviews because it doesn't show me anything. It doesn't even have the option, so there oh. nobody's bought any, I would think.
1: Well, if you want to, uh, I mean, that's an option. We like sharing things with people. If you want that, you can get the AliExpress. Don't go to Zimbabwe and try and do some money
0: transfer there. You're going to get ripped off. Go straight to the source. Go to China. I was wondering about getting this T-shirt, but I don't know. What do you reckon? What is no? Is that, what <laughs> it's it's Putin riding a Trump. Uh, it, Trump is some sort of he's like it, uh, half pig, half man, but thing. really big. So like Jabba of the hut looking, yeah. Sort yeah. Of. But he's got that gormless look on his face, oh, which is just it's awesome. Just, it, it would scare. <laughs> we will we'll see if we can get that shot in the yeah, uh, we photo. In it that. would.
1: Um, it would scare people, I think, because if you at first glance you don't know what you're looking at, just beef type of flesh, yeah, that's, yeah, that's no, gross. that's, that's, that's a gross. risky shirt. Chris, we'll have,
0: we'll have that in the show notes. How much actually? How much one those go for? Um, Twenty dollars from one place, eleven seventy four from the other.
1: Wow well, I wouldn't be spending any more than twelve dollars on it, so yeah,
0: that's what I thought I, um, I i I wondered if it was a good giveaway for is, is about there, patrons
1: oh, I, that's not a good, <laughs> I, you wouldn't even want to use that as a rag <laughs> like it would freak you out too
0: much. I don't think it's great as a t-shirt, but I think it'd be a great poster. Oh yeah, you're right. If it was a poster, I'd buy it. I think as a a t-shirt, I'm like, I'm not sure about that one.
1: I think you're right, actually. What else you got there? Anything else? From no,
0: nothing. I'm going to close down AliExpress or else I'm going to spend some money. So I ended, up, I ended up liking loads of prop stuff, yeah, uh, grenades and, of and paper. So they you buy guns, the one to one model guns, but the, the cutouts and you cut them out of paper and then you glue them together and you've got and they have the magazine goes and the silencer. Goes oh, are they selling
1: ways. the like the printout plans?
0: Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, so I and so all movie prop stuff. I was game I was thinking about, and I was like, "Oh, yeah, they uh. look good. They look good. They look good." Because if you get right, at- the guns are like only three dollars or something for a, a, a PPK yeah. paper. Yeah, but you know, it looks alright.
1: Oh, interesting. Uh, no, the only reason that's interesting is because the term for that is pepper I think it is. I've pronounced it wrong, obviously. You can download a program, and then you can download files for almost anything you want to make out of paper. You have told me about this
0: before, yes.
1: And it's pretty cool. Like It just spits it all out, and you cut up thousands and thousands of bits of paper and stick it together, and you can make a fully realistic-looking whatever.
0: You know what you can't do with all that paper? What's that? Make a tree that was cut up to make whatever it is you're making. Just say. Anyway, moving on. Uh, okay. Do you remember a couple of weeks ago, uh, I talked about an old guy who came in and got some Brazil nuts and three bags And sugar. he
1: split it with the other old guy, yeah. and
0: then he took off, and we did not know what was going on. He came in the other day. For more sugar? For more sugar. Was goes, it? Was it sti- Can you help me what, was with it, the sugar? Is I've it for had alcohol? A, had a... Um, uh, a hip operation I'm like, yeah, yeah, sure And I'm like, is that the same guy? I think it is And of course, um, I knew it was by the time we got out to the car Because yeah. he goes, oh, can you put two in the Other my car. mate's car And three in is my car Is it for alcohol? so they- no, I said, are you home brewing? He goes, oh, no Okay What do you
1: reckon? Best guess? I literally think it's some sort of alcohol Oh, no, is he using it in the manufacturing of a cleaning product? No, he wouldn't no. put sugar in cleaning oh, I don't know He's a beekeeper
0: it's for winter for the bees. Oh, they, get, uh, they make like They sugar... big drums of water. Yeah. So I get, get two big drums of, is it 60 gallons or bigger, of water, and one of these bags rips into two of those. Oh. And that's for the bees to keep them happy over the, the winter. Right. Would never have
1: guessed no, that. No. I no. <laughs> I can now tell other people what the answer is to that story that I told them about. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I thought, I thought you'd like to know. Oh,
1: yes, good. Like, I didn't, I didn't I, ask what the Brazil nuts were for the last time. That's just time, for them to eat. Maybe he likes Brazil nuts. I just, <laughs> I don't know, but it feels like a weight has been lifted off my shoulders. As weird as that sounds.
0: I know, I know. Because, I, yeah, I thought I'd better write that down and let you know. Good, good. I like that.
1: Follow up. We're all about that here at the Chris and Sam podcast. Hey, uh, you've been keeping up with Elon Musk and his new kid's name? Oh, he's got a kid now. He's got well. He's this is like his. He's had a whole bunch of kids before this one, so his ex-wife. I have no or, idea. Yeah, so I think he's already got two. I don't. They must be teenagers now or something. And then he's just had one with his girlfriend partner Grimes or whatever her name Grimes. That's what they call her. She's a DJ. That's what you want. Oh yeah. Anyway, so he called it. Well, well they called it XAE space A dash twelve. That's the name of this baby. That's that. Oh. That's it. That there, Chris.
0: Oh, do you know you just hit the mic? I know. It's like you haven't even got beer. <laughs> so he uh, called it that. So the A and E is 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 uh, that's acrylic yeah, alphabet? Yeah, I, I think
1: so. Yeah, yeah. So A and E is a one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Thing. So because <laughs> I saw some memes floating around with his face staring off into the distance, and then this thing, and I didn't know what it was. Right, that's a couple of weeks ago, and he's come out on the. Do they just call her X for short? Yeah, pretty well. There's an explanation, but it's not really an explanation. I even watched the video in case I missed something from the written story, and I was still sitting there scratching my head. <laughs> also, he's very weird in an interview So he went on the Joe Rogan experience again this time. Oh God! And spoke for another two uh, over two hours. You,
0: mm, sorry, come
1: on. Uh And he said, first of all, my partner's the one that mostly came up with the name. I mean, it's just X was the first bit. And then AE is pronounced ash, A-S-H. And then A12 is my contribution. And then he started going on about it. He goes, A12 stood for Archangel 12, which was the precursor to the SR-71 um, Black Hawk. Yeah, the coolest plane ever.
0: Yeah. And it then probably that probably was.
1: And, and yeah. that was it. Uh, and that was his explanation of how to pronounce it according to the X-ash. writer. I guess it's X-Ash, A12. But uh, the California board of whatever names and stuff are sort of wondering if that's even going to be a legal name. They might have to change it. Right. I hope they go super simple and boring. Like Ash. Bruce.
0: Was a girl, was it?
1: Uh, no, son.
0: Okay. Bruce. Um, Bruce Musk. <clears throat> yeah, so the Joe Rogan show, um, I told you a little bit about the podcast, The Rabbit Hole that I've been uh, listening to. Yes. And it's about how people get. Um, A doctrine? No, indoctrinated. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, sucked kind of into it. the sucked bloody into craziness of yeah, and it goes on about YouTube. It's YouTube, pretty much, that they're focusing on. And it's but it, the it, entry point for yes. most people is Joe Rogan. Oh, really? So is that because he has weirdos on his show? Yeah, and they and he talks crap to them for for ages. I just I can't deal with that guy honestly but he's pumping out content like all the time hey eh? like well you know if all you want to do is stoned and go to a bar and chat to people mm-hmm. oh, let's put a microphone on while we do it i mean you know good on you okay that's <laughs> well but that's what he does isn't it no i think he he, he i think he's pretty
1: good at I think that some of the people he gets on is a bit weird and questionable, but I think he's pretty good at
0: interviewing people. Right. Okay. I, I, I will I will say I should not criticize because I haven't really listened to it. No, you should listen. listen to, I, I tried to listen to a couple of things. I'm like, this just goes on too long. I, I, just would, cannot I would suggest you find
1: somebody that he's interviewed that you'd like to hear about or from. Yeah. And just quickly skip forward somewhere. And just, he seems really engaged, Joe Rogan, and he does seem to ask some pretty good questions. Like, he is a really good interviewer. Cool. Um, but they're two, over two hours long, and
0: oh, man, no one's got time for that. I, I can't handle that. That's right.
1: And anyway. then remember, this is the number one half hour podcast. That's why. Yes,
0: yes. Uh, Hamilton's number one lifestyle podcast. I'm still not
1: sold on that, to be honest. I still think
0: it's good. Hey. Um, What's Affinity? Oh, I'm going to tell you about
1: it. So Affinity um, is a company that brings out some software. And if you are a poor person, you don't have a job, you've been laid off, or you want to save some money, they should have some software you should check out. I just wanted to give a shout out to them. They have three... They have Photo, which is uh, the equivalent of Photoshop. They've got Designer, which is the equivalent of Adobe Illustrator, and Publisher, which is the equivalent of Publisher. And uh, for the rest of the month until the end, they've decided to do them for half price. They uh, do it as a one-off price for each one, and it's $42.99 New Zealand. So if you
0: get Adobe, you're paying monthly forever for that effectively yeah and 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 for some situations that's great and it's
1: really awesome and their stuff's amazing it's all integrated
0: updated all the time so if you're a professional that makes sense it is but if you're not a professional
1: and you do yeah and and this is just alternative option that's really really good and lots of people uh some people that just need certain things are moving from the adobe suite over to these three um obviously you're not going to get away from adobe if all you're doing is video editing in premiere yeah. I mean there are alternatives uh check out DaVinci Resolve but uh I like that these guys actually list the price in New Zealand dollars half price 42.99 full price 85 bucks and it's a one off price and it works really fast like yeah yeah
0: you did mention it to me actually now 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 I know what you're talking about that's right I'm going to talk about a free online game yes it's the Corona game it's made for kids I will admit oh here um, we go do I get to win anything chris <laughs> uh, no, 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 no It's it's just a free online video game So I'll just read the I've got a little blurb here about yep. it uh, An online game aimed at ch- helping children See the importance of social distancing During the coronavirus pandemic Has racked up about 10,000 plays In its first two days Nice um, Players of Can You Save The World uh, Must keep away from people in a busy street Collect masks and avoid sneezes Those sneezes And I'll tell you what if you hate cyclists now, wait till you play this game because you really hate cyclists and joggers and more. most importantly, those sneezing b- buggers. So they're all over the place. You're trying it, to dodge it's them. It's really quite good. It's a screen grab of it. Just- oh, okay, a- yeah. And you've got yeah. A- it looks like a little Nintendo game. Yeah, and, and the, it's, what do you call it, a scrolling... Towards r- you, scrolling road towards you, yeah, and you're just moving yeah, up yeah. Forward and forward. So rounded, that's like, yeah. um, blah, 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 oh. like all sorts of games, really. Yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah, I, I so anyway, I played it. I thought, oh, that's pretty cool, and I jumped in. Whoops, we've got the links there to the actual game, but I don't check know out know the show now.
1: notes, the Chris yeah. So
0: my first first game, I saved. 4,283 lives I'm
1: thinking that we should uh, Once you've listened to this Jump on Find the link And we're going to find out who's gets the highest score Well Hold your horses Because no, my no.
0: first game Was 4,283 yeah. lives And then I played Five or six more times And kept screwing up I've nowhere say, near there
1: When you say Five or six times No like, literally five I convert times. it to Five or six hours
0: <laughs> Normally You'd be right But it was Five or six <laughs> yeah. Seven games Something like okay. that Half a dozen games Um and, you and got- I couldn't even get to 4,283. Oh. And then I, my, I, I assume seventh game-ish. <laughs> Ish. I got my high score, which I'm retiring on now. So, okay, hang on. So the score to beat, I'm going to
1: have a crack at this game. Carry on. What is it? 343,002. That's a big jump from when you started Yeah, this. I know.
0: <laughs> That's why I took a screenshot. Because okay. I was like, you won't believe me otherwise. Uh, yeah, so <laughs> uh,
1: if you're playing this game, make sure to take a screenshot uh, if
0: you beat his score. Yeah, 343,000. Pretty good. It's actually really good. It's a great little game. Uh, definitely good for the kids, I think. Um, not that I have kids, but anyway,
1: yeah. Very good. Uh, I was reading uh, this week about space friction causing problems with a satellite. What's space friction? Well, it's just friction that happens in space. Um, well, I'll, get, I, I'll explain a yeah, bit yeah, more. Yeah, no, please. So uh, Rocket was launched in December in New Zealand via Rocket Lab. And they had to get a sign-off from the New Zealand government, which took months, because they were looking into the environmental and legal issues around the satellite, right? And this Japanese company called ALE said, oh, we're going to send a satellite up into the air, and it's got 400 little pellets in it, which will fire out, burn up in the atmosphere, and simulate meteorites or shooting stars, and we want to use that for the Tokyo Olympics opening ceremony. I remember reading
0: something about this,
1: but the, it sounds like they never actually got officially picked for it. They just sort of packed the satellite with these things just in case. Um, I don't know; it all seems a bit
0: strange. No, um, no, it's genius, is what it is. It's freaking genius. Genius. I don't know. That, that satellite's just <clears throat> hanging around waiting for an event that they go, "Go, oh, you can have the one and only meteorite shower event." It's a but isn't it a
1: bit of a gamble to have this thing packed with whatever, I think? Anyway, it's floating around. It's going to collect some sort of data. Like, I think it's actually got a purpose. The satellite does. Yeah. Um, and then after two to three years, it would fall back to Earth. And that's the plan. But the pallet thing, that the launcher that initiates the pallets wasn't working because things stick together because frictional force is higher in space. So they can't release their pallets. Um.
0: So here... Friction is overcome by gravity, but there, there's no gravity.
1: I'm guessing that, yeah. The way something something like that, or
0: or, yeah, yeah. all the forces of space, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, anyway, there's there's
1: a satellite floating around, and uh, yeah, I just thought it was interesting because I think they may
0: have like the Olympic so it it did get shot up, it has been shot up,
1: yes, yes, yes. yes. In December, it went up there, it's floating around, and then for some reason, it still has
0: these pellets.
1: For, yeah, well, for some reason, the story just came out uh, this week. Uh, yeah. Okay. Interesting.
0: That's um, it's interesting.
1: <laughs> and I'm wondering if they wanted to release it just to show you something awesome, because the Olympics got postponed. So maybe they yeah. just thought, let's just do it. It'll be awesome. And then they realize, oh, hey, the little, the thing doesn't work. Uh oh, You know, uh, actually, you know what they could do to fix it. I just thought of it. Get Tom Cruise to sort it out. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Tom, we have a mission only you can accomplish.
1: Xenu's in it. <laughs> oh, the Thetans, the 400 Thetans are inside that satellite.
0: That's what they're called in it. Let's release those, Tom. Yeah, and you know that they're, they're happy because they burn up as they enter the atmosphere. Um, anyway, uh, uh, there's a, um, this, this is a good one. Like, this is something I reckon you could have done, like. I would not put this in your <laughs> wheelhouse type thing. <laughs> oh, okay. So this is cool. Switzerland. Yeah, yeah, But yeah. it was it made world news. I, whether it was worthy of making world news, mm, I don't know. But anyway, you can judge. So it's a pop-up restaurant called Table for One. Okay. And it's a table yeah. with one person, with one seat, yeah, uh, in a meadow.
1: Okay. And, uh, social distancing to social the max.
0: Social distancing to the max. So you go out there. And yes. there's a pulley system from the kitchen out to the meadow, and they send you out your bottle of wine. Okay, and then your three courses a meal. And uh, so what ha- it came from this guy was just at home, and his um, parents or grandparents or you some know, older family members came over, and they didn't want to get close to them, but they wanted to be yeah. yeah so they sort of served them in the meadow, uh, and uh, he goes, "I've always wanted a restaurant, so uh, table for one." But it's just amazing the amount of coverage this thing has got around the world. Yeah, sounds crazy. (laughs) It does. But a great experience, I guess. So there you go. Airline pilots, Chris.
1: There's a whole bunch of them looking for jobs. They're out there in force. And uh, two stories came out this week. One of them said that a whole bunch of them, 34 of them, have applied to be train drivers in Auckland. Very similar skill sets, apparently. Really? Yeah, real good concentration, real good... Thing And um, it said they make really good candidates And they've currently got a helicopter pilot That's driving a train at the moment He's good And uh, it doesn't say how many of the 34 they're going to take And then they're going to get trained up in June or July Whoever they do take How much does a qualified train driver make, do you think?
0: 60 grand, 70 grand
1: Oh, I don't know, how much an hour? I don't oh uh, mm, uh, mm, uh, uh, 40 bucks Yeah, just over 40, well, over 40 bucks an hour
0: yeah, Driving a okay. train
1: uh, so that's all good. Because You got
0: lives in your hands, like I, I, I you know, yeah. I have no problem with that.
1: But you could, yeah, I, I, I guess so. You could say that for a lot of random jobs. But then there was another story. Basically, there's a whole bunch of them now stacking shelves at supermarkets as well. Uh they,
0: they count down because that's where all the smartest people go. yeah. <laughs> well, says it, he is teching supermarket oh, last what, yeah, I see, six weeks. I see what you did there.
1: <laughs> yeah, no wonder I had a blank look on my face. <laughs> uh, no, but um, Countdown said they've had some people apply, but yet again, you don't know if they actually employed these people. But Countdown had an example. They had 2,000 jobs going and they had 25,000 people apply. Wow. The top areas for jobs, though, apparently, in New Zealand at the moment are healthcare workers, fruit pickers, and security officers are in demand. So,
0: yeah. yeah. Um, I read an article on Magbo. Have you heard of Magbo?
1: No. Is it a deformed person?
0: No. That's the uh, logo, Magbo. No. What's Magbo about? It's a cybercrime store selling access to more than 43,000 hack servers around the world. Oh, sweet. Yeah. Um, but, is this, but hang it, on, is this in the deep web, dark web, or is no? It just... It's actually a normal website. So what's because the deal I thought though? That was that that'd be that. Well, you can't get in unless you've been referred to another Magbo um, oh, customer. And so stuff, it's so. got a front-facing website that what anybody can go look at for some Evidently, reason. Evidently, I didn't look at. I didn't have an email. And uh, then you can
1: only really deal with it if another Magbo member. That's a stupid name. I like saying it, though. Magbo. <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, and then you buy a hack server, which no one's realised has been hacked, I'm guessing, yep. and then you do whatever you want with it.
0: So I'll just say a couple of things. Magbo, a shadowy online marketplace where hackers sell and buy hacked servers, is doing better than ever and has soared in popularity to become the largest criminal marketplace of its kind since its launch in the summer of 2018. Uh, oh. Two years later, the Magmo portal has grown to more than 14 times in size and is currently selling access to more than 43,000 websites up from the 3,000 sites listed in September 2018. Okay. But this is a, it's an interesting uh, – this is Z. – what is it? ZD, ZDnet? Yeah, ZDnet, yeah. ZDnet um, story. It's quite interesting, but it's going on about this marketplace thing is, is really driving a lot of that whole cybercrime. Because there's oh, a marketplace right. for this and there's a marketplace for that And there's a marketplace for this oh. So this one, you know, different people will come for different reasons So people go, hey, it's got some prices here somewhere I'll let you know It says if if it's a a small company that nobody really knows about Must go cheap You pay 10 grand for it okay. like, Oh no, cents for it actually What, 10 cents? Like, silly, silly amount of money Okay Keel says that the selling price for these sites usually varies based on the website's type. For example, a small business website that nobody heard of would go for something as small as a few cents. Oh, okay. While an official government ministry portal will go up for for up to $10,000. Which uh, still seems quite cheap. Still seems quite cheap. If, and, and it tells you when you're looking at it, it goes, this is what level you've got. You, you've got access to admin, you've got access to security, or you don't. Yeah. It's, like it's like a little star system. And so you go, oh, yeah, okay, I'll do a ransomware on that guy. So you buy it for. Yeah. Ten grand, and then you do your ransomware attack and and shut them out of the servers and and, and, and
1: apparently rat- paying them is the better option with ransomware than trying to fix things sometimes. Yeah, which I think we've covered in the past.
0: It's special. It's super specialization because then you've got hackers going in and just putting the shells in there. They call them shells. Yeah, in there, and then you've got the criminals doing their thing, and the hackers are like I don't want to deal with any of that stuff. Yeah, I'm just doing my hack. You're right.
1: It's matching up the different areas and making sure they can easily deal with it because previously the hackers might get in and then don't know what to do with the information they've got. Yeah. But now they've got Magbo. So We've if you're Magbo. after a hacked website or server and you're thinking that you're in the market for it, um, I don't know if we'll get anything out of it, but um, maybe just mention us and maybe not. Well, what we should not, do is we
0: should, we should see if we can get in there. If you're a Magbo member... Yeah,
1: um, if you're... A Ma- us up,
0: bro. If you know someone, Magbo. up, because I reckon what we should do oh, gee, is yeah, we should be in there, yeah. and we should find these servers, and then we should ring those companies and go, hey, you know your company's got a thing on there, <laughs> for just, you know, just pay them, and we get a bit of a commission out of it, and uh you're sorted.
1: I don't think it's that easy, but um, <laughs> but I think I you're know. right.
0: Like, I'm amazed.
1: Like, there must be a whole bunch of government uh, people in there. and So stuff. they
0: did talk about... Egg- We'll, we'll link to this article because it's really long. There was one called Xdedic, Okay. Xdedic. Yeah, yeah. Um, and that grew from a small portal to a huge portal, um, but it specialised in access to hacked RDP endpoints. I don't know what that means. But anyway, whatever that meant. Yeah. But it became a, a central piece of the cyberprime landscape, and it became um, That's so the- central that – um, the site was targeted by law enforcement and shut down in January last year.
1: Yeah, I think they tried fixing so, all that up, I remember something.
0: Yeah, so but, when, when it gets big enough, they go, oh yeah, no, better squash that.
1: Yeah, yeah, but for law enforcement, I'm assuming it probably makes sense to keep MAGBO or similar things around for a bit longer and try and figure out what's happening and who people are, if they can get into it.
0: Yeah. Which I'm a- sure they can. Actually, um, if any of this interests you at all in, in some weird way, I highly recommend going to Case Files, the podcast. Yes, and listening to that was it two part or three part series on the Silk Road. Yes, freaking awesome. Two or three.
1: Yeah, check that out. The Silk yeah. Road uh, episodes. They're really good. Uh, it's very different uh, compared to some of the other episodes, but it's good.
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh, do do check that out. That was about how law enforcement found and shut down the Silk Road. Anyway. It's the uh,
1: it's almost the end of the podcast, Chris. I thought I'd talk about my uh, semi exciting news of winning that competition this week. All
0: right, I thought you might like. Thought first. Well, about the excitement.
1: Yeah. So, Mindlab is a metal detector company based in Australia. Worldwide, big name, big brand, make a lot of really cool metal detectors. Right now, they started running a competition called the Mindlab Olympics. They want everyone to enter. I think it's five weeks. Every week you do something. They tally the points for every country, and then they know who's going to win around the world. That's cool. Uh, The first one was sort of like a scavenger hunter at your house, but you just had to find some random stuff and take some photos and write a blurb, and you don't need to actually use a metal detector, which is good because I still don't have one.
0: Hashtag MindLab. Hashtag MindLab. Hashtag MindLab. You will
1: be mentioned in the show notes extensively. (laughs) So, that was all good, and there was 30 prizes, and for, and it didn't exactly say what the prizes were. They just said, you're going to win something. I submitted this image. I thought I was pretty clever with it. Uh, I wrote a very good blurb. I also mentioned I didn't have a metal detector, uh, just thinking. Pointedly. Pointedly. And then, um, like, I don't know why they're not giving me a three to $700 machine, Chris. Anyway. Um,
0: don't spoil the ending of the story. Come on, carry on.
1: No. So uh, I got an email from the head marketing guy in America, actually, and he said, congratulations, uh, we've gone through all the entries worldwide and the judges have decided to pick your entry out. Send us... So Sam tells me this. Oh, no, and no, he's excited. like,
0: oh, my God, I'm getting a medal to take that. Oh, my God, yes. <clears throat>
1: Sorry. Oh, well, I just assumed that's what I was getting. It was bloody good. And then, um, <laughs> why not? they got heaps of money. They want to give people detectors. They should do. Anyway, uh, send, me, send me your address and we'll get it out to you in a couple of weeks. And then the second round had happened. And the second round was um, I think you had to submit your top tip for metal detecting. And they were going to pick from that. And they only had 25 prizes in that round. And they had terms and conditions. I found that somewhere. So I clicked on that. And in that one, the prize was, um, it said pom-pom something or other and some other random thing. And I was like, oh, no. So I found the terms and conditions for the round I entered, and that's when I learned I'm going to get a hat and a neck protector.
0: (laughs) (laughs) But but he's so lucky that he found out before it arrived, because he'd be opening this package going... Man, they sent me a really small metal detector.
1: <laughs> I'm still hopeful uh, to get a free metal detector. I'm
0: working hashtag on mine labs.
1: I'm working on some things. I actually got contacted by a huge American company that sells them to
0: hashtag the competition.
1: <laughs> no, they uh, they sell all the brands. and they're just they're just a retailer of just metal detectors and uh, I had to put a link in a random blog post I wrote and I said to him if you ever feel the need to send a uh, metal detector to some random guy in New Zealand I'm your number one guy (laughs) Um, and he said oh we'll see what we can do so
0: well you can only try this. you can only try
1: I've got another thing in the works as well Chris I might tell you about that off here anyway that brings us to the end of the podcast I'm Sam I'm Chris see ya
0: bye hope you enjoyed the show Make sure to subscribe and we'll catch you next week. Don't forget to tell your friend.